what you're doing. That's time for another episode of the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda, a silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken, as long as you've hung a lovelier mic off a decorative vase. It's always the afternoon. Yeah. For those wondering at home, if you're listening, then you can just hear our voice. But if you're watching, you can see I hung this lav mic off a vase. And this vase <laughs> just clearly, it, it serves no function unless you want to turn it into a bong. That's but, uh, it's, it's purely decorative. Purely but, decorative. But he does this. He like rearranges everything in the living good. room. And now, as you can see, if you're watching, we have like a new background. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see if he puts it back the way he found it. I'm curious too. So yeah, we always release the afternoons as an audio podcast and we always will, but we're doing these live shows on Twitch and now here on, on Josh McCuga's YouTube channel. So if you see it, this is the best setup you've ever had, Josh. I, I hope you can meet Amanda's challenge to reset the studio because this looks good. See? Yeah. We're winning. I can. Yeah. I went to Target, mm-hmm. and I was looking for like a fancy table, perhaps to put here. Okay. But instead, I just bought like a 1930s basement mm-hmm. cart. And I was looking, right? You know, like the one that said, you know. The and only way great. I let him do it is because it fits under our bed, so he can hide it and yeah. put it away. It, it it definitely gets hidden, not under the bed, Ken, behind the bed. Look. Oh, right. Yeah, wow. See, didn't even know it was there. Kind of a big deal, Ken. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. It is what it is, man. I Look, I, you know, Amanda, you know, you, you, you come into Josh's life and you go back to his apartment the first time, probably after your first date at Buffalo Wild Wings, and you come back and there's an entire talk, so, talk show set in his living room. That had to have been daunting. That had to have been maybe something that gave you a pause. I mean, it was... It was something, that's for sure. Although it never, it, it never really, I never really thought that I would be moving into that at the time. So I was really not concerned, but I thought like, oh, wow. Okay. He has like Did you a think- Dumb and Dumber poster and a brown couch. Like, you, okay. Yeah. And, you, a, and a talk show set. And the couch is, is still there, right? Um, the couch is still here. I cannot get rid of this damn thing. And honestly, now, I mean, I'm in this like predicament because yeah. we're having a baby and everyone says like, don't get a white couch with kids because they'll just no. ruin it. Yeah. And then on top of that, the couch is so comfortable. I just, yeah. I, I can't, it's, can't. Yeah. I, I almost think I'm, I'm stuck to it. I'm, you yeah. know. Take, take it from me. I, I've, I'm not a parent, but I did defecate all over my grandmother's couch in 1977. So, um. And they still have the same couch. My my grandmother, uh, despite my dad for years saying, you know, you can buy new couches. Um, it's the same. So it's a weird feeling when I sit on it now. Uh, I have sense memories. So, yeah, I think uh, I think I think, Amanda, yeah, you might be stuck with that couch for a bit, at least a year or two. Yeah, mm. I think. And, you know, that's OK. As long as we live in this apartment, yeah. I, we're keeping the brown couch. I think once we move, which might be why Josh is is hesitant to move oh. I, we're getting rid of the couch we're what? updating wait what is what is josh doing he we started recording the show and he got up and made he's starting to make 
like carbonara. And then you change the back of the screen. Or what do you something? think now? Because now, it, now we it it, it was before great. it was cut off. Now it's that perfect background of our three faces. This is this is great. This is great. We got okay. people uh, people listening in podcast form, and we got people watching live, like Hitman Hudson, J.W. Bassman, who we also know as First Rate Nate, Sammy Leon yeah. Mendoza, uh, Lauren Romo is here. Uh, the world's only Jeffrey Tiger Dean fan. Morgan's here. Oh no, that's just Dean Morgan. Jeffrey right. yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is here, and Dean Morgan all here, and Dean. Morgan says, hello, afternooners. And then A.J. Schwockert. That's, uh, well, that's one of my favorite last names that we've got going. In the A.J. Schwockert. Let me tell you, A.J. Schwockert was a like projected number three round quarterback type yep. of name. That's, uh, you know, Mel totally. Kuyper's talking about A.J. Schwockert throws uh, up the middle with a, with a abandon. And uh, he just doesn't run to his right fine. But if you get a good offensive lineman, you're good. That's, that's Schwockert. A uh, high motor, decent arm, good field vision, reads defense as well. That's exactly it. You and I have watched too many NFL drafts <laughs> in our day. I'm also secretly, I, I, I am watching a little bit of the Dodger uh, Atlanta game right now. I wasn't planning to do this while we're recording, but my friend, Joel, who's a Dodger fan, I went to high school with, he lives down here uh, as well. He texts me, big Dodger fan, and he's like, they should cancel the game because they're playing in Dallas, I believe, They're because they're at the neutral ground because of the bubble. Yeah. It's yeah. so windy, like it's affecting the game. It's like a storm no or something. It's really weird. So I, I was like, I'm bringing it up just to see in case a tornado hits the pitcher's mound. <laughs> you would think that like Texas, because summertime it gets so hot there, that they would just make an indoor-outdoor style stadium, yeah. right? Like you can make it outdoors, you can make I it think, indoors, like they did with the Cardinal Stadium in Arizona I, or, you know. No, the new the new Rangers Stadium, they already built a new stadium, uh, or at least I'm getting that old where the – Atlanta and the Rangers have built new stadiums on top of the new ones they built already like 10 years ago. Um, I think it does have a a roof. Yeah. But Kershaw's like hair is flapping in the wind. Like he's a Fabio romance novel. Uh, If you're listening uh, for some good hair. Yeah. If you're listening (laughs) on the podcast Friday and a tornado did hit, I was joking, but what a prediction. Um, On that note, AJ Schwockert says, <laughs> "Love it, if only." <laughs> Don't leave me out to hang there. I'm like a, a you know, a, a, like a dick flapping in the wind at Moose Knuckles. There. Speaking of Moose Knuckles, our I, our idea is done. Oh. Amanda, our dream is over. It's over. Someone stole this idea. Um, There's a photo yeah. on Twitter. It does look like a new construction. So this is a recent, this is a new business idea. Maybe they're listening. Maybe Ken, Amanda just bought these like high-end expensive chairs and this one feels like it's breaking. Look, it's rocking back and forth. Where'd you get them? Where'd you get these chairs? Well, maybe because somebody is a little too big for it. Oh, wow. That was harsh. Amanda just went straight for the gut. Speaking speaking of the large pregnant woman. Yeah. Unbelievable. But your chair isn't breaking. It's Joshy. Shocking chair. enough, that's the one I usually sit on. I'm sitting on the Amanda chair. Oh. So, oh. It's okay, an it's, it's burn. But how long have you been sitting in this chair? For 10 minutes. It's an unfortunate well, reality. Fix it. <laughs> Who thinks that he can actually achieve fixing this chair? It, well, I'm look, gonna, I'm I'm in a chair. You guys know I have those bar stools that I use as broadcast chairs. I love, everyone yeah. hates. They're breaking down. I've had them for three years, and every podcast I'm on now has the squeaky chair in it. <laughs> so I'm gonna buy I was trying to get a drafting chair, like a draft, like a drafter's chair. 
too yeah. big, yeah. too big for my studio here. Uh, People don't realize I'm squished into a corner. You guys do. I'm squished into a corner. Um, don't you have really room. are yeah. squished into a corner so, back there? You you yeah. you work out, but you literally can't gain any weight because you uh, won't fit into your studio. Well. Yeah, I work out not enough for the auditorium being two feet away from me. And this morning, I socially distant met up with our friend Owen Mugen for a donut and a coffee down at a local nice. donut shop. Josh, Amanda, I got a brick of a donut. <laughs> like, oh, I love donuts. I do right too. Now. And I hadn't had one for a while, Amanda. And I did that thing. I walked up. I was like, let me get, I'll just have like the little one with the little sprinkles. And then I saw one that was like that with chocolate and chocolate chips on it. And then you bite in the middle and it's all chocolate and chocolate chips. Oh. It was an aircraft oh. carrier of a donut. That sounds amazing. Oh, my God. The, S the SS glazed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the SS glazed. You're stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> How do you pun? You may on on the live show Riley's Cantina. Thanks to anyone who watched that show. It was um, a good time. It's a good time. We just, I just, uh, uh, I'll let you know, Josh. Uh, uh, your fee is on the way oh. shortly. We have to get ours first. Found out. I'm so excited. I actually lost money on the show. It's wonderful. But we had a great time. <laughs> and um, uh, you, during the middle of the show, you dropped that Snoke and Mirrors thing, and I just, yeah. what's? I can't figure it out. It's a skill. <laughs> I mean, we were texting yesterday. The The pun situation sometimes does get a little out of hand. I, I understand that. Yeah. Like I like people have stopped liking my tweets and that's fine, but yeah. I do them for me. Like people, people tweet, like I got so many likes. I couldn't care how many likes I get. I tweet for myself. You, uh, I, I, I know you do and I know you do. And I don't, I I'm bad. At, I'm barely on Twitter and Twitter actually broke this today. It was great at the time of this recording. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, Josh. I'm just, I just, I just marvel at, at your, at your pun skills. I, I can't figure out where it even begins. <laughs> I don't even know. It's, you know, I, my, once you start thinking in puns, you know, it's like, you know, it's like hot cross puns, right? Once you, once you learn the recorder, you, you then you like you learn on hot cross buns and then each yeah. song gets more and more just like a derivation of hot cross buns. And that's kind of how punning gets is you start with something easy, like, you know, yeah. Amanda hug and kiss, right. Something like that. And then you like work your, your Bart, way up to yeah. Snoke and mirrors. Like your, right? your Bart Simpson calling Mo. Uh, that's great. Correct. Uh, that should be, uh, the, yeah. Uh, that, that should be, oh my gosh, you just said your autobiography, autobiography title. And I just, it slipped my mind. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You should <laughs> teach, you should teach um, a masterclass on punning. Hello. Hot cross Josh. puns. Hot cross puns. Maybe. Um, yeah, you should teach a master class on puns. Hello, I'm Josh McCuga, and let me and teach you how to pun. Perhaps you're eating this evening. You maybe nosh McCuga, you know, something like that. Um, so, no, not so much. Amanda, stop him before he kills again. Well, it wasn't my best stuff. You're putting me on the spot now, Ken. Uh, real quick, Ken, in the chat, Brad Jacobs says, oh, our internet is slowing up. Yeah, no, you just didn't click it. And there we no, go. There you go. Thanks for the weekly entertainment, Josh Amanda. You've been an inspiration to my wife and I. We're currently trying for our first kid. Wish us luck. You don't need luck. You just need sex. Okay, <laughs> that is not true. But but also, I will be thinking about you guys because I know is that a George that Michael B side trying for a baby is yeah. very difficult. It doesn't always come easy right. to everyone. Yeah, I was just um, And it's not, God. you know, in middle school, they they tell you how easy it is to get pregnant to scare you. 
Yeah. It's not all that easy for everyone. Some people yeah. have an easy time and some mm. do not. Um, but it's all about like your own journey. And I think it makes it even like that much more worth it when it does yeah. happen. I just got read my Amanda rights there. Oh boy. <laughs> it don't come no, easy. All you have to do is just, you know, you know it I mean, don't, don't come easy. Here, you know. Yeah. He doesn't have to work that hard. No. Uh, <laughs> he's not the one. He's not the one checking my ovulation every month. Like, uh, babe, are you ovulating? Can you can you pee on the stick and let me know? It's more so like I have to just bamboozle him into thinking that I'm really uh-huh. turned on when right. really I just peed on the stick and I'm ovulating. I'm just kidding. Like, I am turned on. I am. I can. <laughs> can could you could you mm. go with me on this one for a mm. second? Yeah, I'm going with that you, was, or at least I'm going. That was that was a shot, it's right? Not, that was a shot. It's not. Of course I love to, but you know, when you're trying when you want a baby really badly, mm-hmm. it's less about the romance and more about the It's I'll tell you what, sex is can be divided into two eras of baseball. The one era when you first start dating her together, it's uh just go out there and play the game. Ken Griffey Jr., see the ball, hit the ball. Then it becomes a sabermetrics. Uh, let's move. The science says uh, we need to move all the fielders over to right field because this batter is always going to hit that way. And and that's well just said, what Ken. it is. Well said. Well said. Yeah, indeed. Uh, <laughs> Michael uh, Michael Kotzer in chat says this. Uh, have you ever been to a pun-off competition? So here's why well, I love that comment. I am so I know someone who has actually won some pun competitions. And I said to Josh the other day, I said, we got to enter you into a pun competition and then shoot a documentary about it. I really Ooh, yeah. want this to happen. Are, are you familiar with these, Josh? No, I'm not. But uh, I would love to, you know, journey my way into a pun competition. They pun are, and pun, let's get it done. You need to, when uh, Amanda's uh, kicked you out of the bedroom and you're on the couch, um, mm-hmm. you need to bring him up on YouTube. Because this guy I know, I'm not saying the word friend, this guy I know uh, goes to them. And when I found out, I was like, of course course you do but um they're all like i don't know in kentucky how does it work the ones that he would go to and i not i love i love tennessee kentucky i don't, I don't want anyone to think this is me talking down about those states but he, it's in like a kentucky at a, like a fair a farmer's market festival there's like a bunch of folding yeah. chairs and tents and a stage with a microphone and like the pop-up tents and it's just a pun off. You got 45 seconds to make the most puns and then there's rounds and you get, you get voted on or and everything. And this guy, I give it to him. He's won. I couldn't do it. I definitely couldn't do it. I don't have the skills for it. Um, yeah. I think you could do it. I really think Josh, you could do it. And there's like I, cash prizes or at least like a gift certificate to Dick's sporting goods. It's good. I'll take it. I love Dick's. You do love Dick's. <laughs> no. <laughs> this morning good That's, store you you know what like we go every time we're in pittsburgh i know you do love it there. I, I do love this this morning good store here's the crazy part ken is okay so i think i may have brought this up before on this show mm-hmm. but my cousins grant so like my first cousins on their other side of the family you know how like you think your cousins are only your cousins they have other cousins from like their mom's side right right, right. yeah it's weird. so yeah. we all know how that works yeah, yeah. but i'm just i'm just going with it. okay so yeah. my cousin's grandfather on their mom's side his name is Dick Seaman. Okay. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Now he's an amazing guy. He's an amazing guy. And the one day we were he, at he his better be. wife. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a great dude. Uh, his wife, uh, God rest her soul was one of the best people. Her name was Lois Seaman. And 
we went to Lois's, I think it was her 85th birthday or maybe it was her 80th birthday. And I got hammered on gin martinis. And so shocker. And so I went up to Dick and I said, Dick, let me ask you a question. Your name's Richard Seaman. Why don't you go by like Rich or Richie or Rick? Why'd you have to go by Dick? And he's like, because kids back then weren't as smart. Like they didn't make fun of you. Every, there was people all, named Dick. He did not sound like a meathead. He's an older man. No, but he did get like, he got like a little worked up like about it. years of frustration. And my other two cousins were sitting there and we had like egged each other on to do it. I yeah. got it. He had years of frustration. My stepdad's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. My stepdad's stepdad, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he's passed now, but his name was Richard Ball and he went by Dick Ball. Dick Ball. I mean, yeah. come on. It's like my grandparents, <laughs> my grandfather, rest in peace, but my grandmother still lives in the house on Dickel Avenue, which intersects with Ball Road in, in Anaheim. Uh, if you're on the intersection of Dick, with this, like someone had to think of that if, joke and be like, this is going to be funny. Right? If I live on the corner of Dickel and Ball Avenue, I'm not telling anybody I'm moving. No, no. And you have the name. Honestly, or do you tell everyone? Because that is hilarious. I mean, or maybe you just own it. Maybe you're like Tyrion Lannister, wear what you are. Uh, the world's not going to let you forget. So just own it. But I'd be like, yeah, my name is, uh, if I, if my name's Dick Seaman, I'm going to say it's Richard Semyon. And uh, that's the European pronunciation. Like that's- Yeah. Um, you know, uh, is that, is the background like now messing with your eyeballs? What do you mean? just obsessing over this thing. No, it's yeah, flickering no a little bleeding. bit. It's flickering it's a, little a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You're, anyway. You're gonna be it kind of looks like there's a fire in the background. Um. So I, uh, but what I was getting at was I feel like the Dix Corporation didn't factor in that like everybody was just going to like say, oh, I love Dix. But you know what I mean? Well, well it's like, I mean, it's some, come on. This wasn't a new term. You know, this I don't know when the term dick started being used for schlongster, but like at some point <laughs> the business had the option. You know, it's like I'm going to open up a, a a fishing outlet store. What's it called? Pussy Pete. I think you're on the wrong. I think you're I not thinking. I have a friend who opened a, a bait and tackle shop and called it Master Baits. Yeah. But that's punerific. But like, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, oh, D-Train, uh, Super Chat coming D-train, in. Super Chat coming Thank in. Hot. He says, Makuga, come back to the Schmodown 2021. Answer Schmodown that question. Can't me yeah, they answer that question. People, not fun people. I'm, I'm, they, they can't handle it. I think he has okay. to graduate once he has a baby. Isn't that like the rule? No, I'm bringing the baby on the Schmodown. That's my Absolutely <laughs> not. That is a rule I'm putting out, and I'm saying it out loud yeah. to the public. My child will never go on Schmodown. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And that. she will never witness her father as the wild man. I'm saying that now. Well, so there's no guarantee in that, but I mean, at some point, I don't know if it's actually that at some point she kind of has to, it's just who he is. <laughs> yeah. At some say, point, yeah. It's, uh, my wild dad. Um, oh, that's a good t-shirt. Wild dad. Um, Ooh. That is great. But like at some point, I don't know what will if what YouTube will be like in 12 or 13 years when she's searching on a computer. I don't even know what a computer will look like in 12 or 13 yeah. years. But at some point, it's a danger. We've we've not done stupid, stupid things on the Internet. But like 
I am both really proud and completely ashamed of drunk movie fights. And I have like, my cousin was like, oh, my, my daughters just love your stuff. And they've searched that and found it. I don't, I don't, you know, it's out there. So I don't know what you're going to do, Amanda. I don't know. Internet is forever, Ken. What's that? It's forever? Yeah, it is forever. It's forever. It's terrifying. All right. So, I mean, at least, uh, second, at least I'm not yeah, third round quarterback AJ Schwackert says uh, Google <laughs> says it's been a dick has been a euphemism since at least as far back as the 19th century. So, if you're launching a sporting good store as dicks, you know what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's like that dicks last resort, which is again, it's like supposed to be, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, remember like Big Johnson? Remember those T-shirts? Uh, remember yes. the Big Johnson? The epitome of cool for douchebags everywhere. Yes. Totally. And uh, then remember there was like co-ed naked volley. Remember there was like those co-ed naked shirts? Those were terrible too. A lot of, you know, uh, but it's marketing. Marketing yeah. on their part. No, it's good marketing. I think, but I mean, and Dick's is great. If, you know, like, listen, you know, when you've seen a Dick's Sporting Goods, it's not like it's, you know, Sports Warehouse or the old sports basement or something. It's look, called Dick's Sporting Goods. And look, I've been to one in uh, the Johnson City Mall. It's it's solid. They sell good fishing rods and shotguns. I, I, no pro- I got no problem with Dick's Sporting Goods other than the name. Yeah, no. Uh, and I again, I think it was the man's name, like Amanda just said. Just you're going in. You're going to, to Dick's. Look, I... He, Uncle oh, Uncle, Uncle Dick is a is is, internet. You know, you're still here. You're with me. I hear you. Uh, Uncle Dick's is a, he's okay. a he's good. a good uh, he's a good salt of the earth guy. I understand he just wants to sell some baseball gloves and maybe a camping gear or two. But uh, you got to move with the times. Um, yeah, are you hear me? Okay, yeah, you got you get you getting some issues. You're pixelated yeah, you. over there, but I hear you just fine. Did you? Did you ever go to uh, Big Peckers? You ever been to a Big Peckers? A Big Peckers. I think it's only in like Ocean City, Maryland. God it's Ranger Donald. He's from the eastern side of Pennsylvania, so he would know Big Peckers. Here's a funny family story is my brother, we went to Ocean City, Maryland on vacation one summer. And I think I was like yeah. nine. So he was like 11 or maybe I was 10. He was 12. And he got a Big Peckers t-shirt and he wore it to school and got sent home. <laughs> As he should. You know, I would look, I I wasn't even allowed to have garbage pail kids at school. I'll never forget Mr. Mistel. He wasn't my fifth grade teacher, but uh, I was in the fifth grade and it was like we had two teachers. I was in Mr. Ward's class and Mr. Mistel. He was like the young, cool one. And I had some garbage pail kids and he like point, he point and he touched them and he was like, you can't have those. And I like had to hide them in my backpack because that was the era I grew up in. So a Pecker's shirt, no way you're getting away with that. No. How about this one? Uh, AJ Schwachert, uh, backup Detroit Lions. Um, the company was established by Richard Dick Stack in 1948. So he went by Dick Stack? Like, just the hits keep coming. Dick Stack. Stop. Dick and I, and Stack. I know I know it's the kids. I've told the story before, but in fourth grade, you know, we all would laugh at the phrase do it because clearly that meant screwing. And our fourth grade yeah. teacher, Mrs. Newby, got upset and wrote do it on the chalkboard and just kept pointing at it and saying, this word doesn't mean anything. Do it, do it, do it. And an entire fourth grade class has just died. I peed my pants that day. <laughs> you know, she's like, it does stop laughing when I say do it. <laughs> Michael Kautzer brings up a good one. Ken, do you remember the B 
beer with bear whiz beer shirts. I do not I remember those. I do not. I do not remember yeah. that. But Vermont Mike had garage, uh, garbage bail kids uh, uh, band at his school too. AJ Schwackert is a type of uh, college quarterback gets drafted in the third round. He holds a clipboard for two years, but in his third year, he uh, goes on a, a, he ends up playing for the chiefs and he has a big totally. game coming in in the second quarter and he throws for three ten and gets a contract uh, and then has a one year as a starter before he ends up holding the clipboard until he retires. Totally. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I believe AJ Schwackert, uh, you know, he had a hell of a season at TCU back in you know, 97. He went to the combine, uh, you know, as an unheralded kind of, you know, utility quarterback that yeah. nobody thought would ever, you know, undrafted rookie goes to training yeah. camp in Green Bay. He uh, works his way up, becomes the third stringer. Second stringer goes down with an injury. He's now the second string quarterback. All of a sudden, Brett Favre gets hit. Yeah. He steps in in the fourth quarter, leads him to victory over a lowly Vikings squad in in Lambeau. The next week, he throws for 3-10, two touchdown. Never heard from him again. Never heard from him again. But he does get a Mojito box. He Hi. does. Yeah. I'm A.J. Schwackert, and I'll tell you, Mojito got me through that second quarter, and that's that's all he has. Now, let's see if Amanda can put A.J. Schwackert into some sort of situation. <laughs> Babe, take <laughs> it. No. Honestly, I just zoned out and I know nothing about sports uh, positions or plays. So I really couldn't tell you, but I'd, I'd put, honestly, I'd probably put him on the bench because he probably partied late last night oh. and he's in trouble. So mm. he's going to be benched today mm. and uh, he's out. You think, you think Schwackert's one of those players that's uh, he's a, he's a night owl. He, 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 he breaks curfew. Yeah, he sounds like a real ladies' man. He's out on the town oh. the night before the game. He gets in trouble for not making curfew, and he's benched. Okay. I mean, I, I was thinking that that works for me, Amanda. That's the official answer. Schwacker, A.J. Schwacker reminds me of the kind of quarterback that marries his junior high sweetheart and has 21 kids. Yeah, yeah. He became, like, he played a few years in the league. Now he's a pastor. Uh, they live in, like, rural Oklahoma, started his own church. No, you look good now. Amanda, you are glowing today. Glowing you out. Everyone in live chat. Everyone in live chat. Josh is upset. If you're watching right now, Josh is obsessing over the light and the video and all this. This new setup might not be working for us. It looks, it's beautiful. (laughs) And Amanda, you look, your hair is blowing in the wind. You look absolutely just luminous today, like a, like a proud pregnant mom to be. It's great. It's, it's working. I I have a fan on me right now. I'm in my I'm in my new clink clink t-shirt that you can get from T Public. That's right. Support me on tpublic.com slash user slash catnapsack. Clink clink. Clink clink. Ken, I love it. I think that you should I think that you should like um write a graphic novel called Clink Clink with that as the, like the front of it. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Old Handsaw, our friend Old Handsaw. <laughs> no. He designed this. How I you can probably put at T Public, you can put that on like rocks glasses, right? Not with T Public. I want to though, right? This would be perfect. Yeah. I want to. I want to sell some of those. I need. I need a. I need a cheap, low cost uh, ability to mass produce drinking glasses. I'm gonna text you right now, uh-huh. uh, so we don't forget. But Amanda, talk about something. Go. 
Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Way to put me on the spot. Also, Let's talk about moose knuckles again. Podcasting. So, what are we gonna do, Amanda? What are we gonna do if moose knuckles is gone? What do we What do we got? What's our option well, for our I'm restaurant? Curious. Where was this scene? Like, in what city or state was this found I, in? Because I I am curious what this business is gonna be. It because it looked like it was under construction and not opened yet. But the the sign they had the sign. Yes, it looked so like it was. I am. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm interested to know what is. Yeah, did you see the? What is the the what, storefront? Did you see the the logo? It's like it's it. I, it almost looks fancy. Because there's a Moose Knuckles Fall Winter Collection for clothes. Oh, it is the same. It's the same thing. It's the brand. Go to MooseKnucklesCanada.com. I don't know oh, what's that's, they, Canada would. That's pretty good. They, but, they would have. Yeah, this is not what I would. It's like it's a clothing line. It's not a restaurant. Got it. Got it. Got it. Fall winter collection. uh, A puffer. You want a puffer? You can get a puffer. Um, Yeah, there's. (laughs) I do puffer. This. I wish I could actually wear one in California. This is not what we wanted, but looks like they've beat us to the punch. God bless them. God bless them. They do have a jacket that says "Love from Six Feet." Uh, very timely, very timely. You can follow them mm-hmm. online at Moose Knuckles Canada. So maybe what we saw. Maybe we, should, maybe we should reach out to Moose Knuckles Corporate yeah. and see if they're interested in starting a sports bar franchise mm. where men show off their balls. Yes. Maybe. I'm going to say that might not be on brand for them, but mm. that's just me guessing. You know, here comes. Amanda looking, always coming in with the hammer of destiny. Yeah. Just, well, looking at their website, I don't think a lot of their clothes buyers enjoy yacht rock, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> dang it! Which doesn't mean they can't participate in Moose Knuckles, a restaurant. I, I want to make that clear. But we might have to come at them with a different kind of angle. You ever seen one of those boats? I think they're called catamarans. They have like two things. Yeah. That would be like the SS Moose Knuckle because they got you know two. Out yeah. there, like I think right we can do middle. this. I think we can still figure it out. See, that makes a uh, Damon. This is actually pretty good. Damon R one R nineteen seventy four. Call it Moose Knuckles, like McDowell's to McDonald's. That's actually pretty good. Well, for number one, yes. Two, what is McDowell's? Do I not know this? Remember in uh, Coming to America, that was the restaurant that the family owned in Coming to America that Eddie Murphy oh, worked at. With you think I've seen that film, right? Oh, you've never seen Coming to America? Wasn't allowed to see movies in the 80s, so I didn't see oh, them. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think you'd really enjoy it. I'd like to sit down and watch yeah, it with you. Yeah, would. I actually really do enjoy Eddie Murphy. Bowfinger's one of my favorite movies. Um, oh, just as much one. for him as Steve Martin. So, um, And I grew up in that era. Uh, Raw and uh, Delirious and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, though he's, you know, he definitely has some things in those specials. I don't think he could say now, or nor would he. But uh, yes. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen it. Yeah, never seen it. You know me. I don't watch a lot of things. Have you seen this movie? It's a, it's a film, I okay. guess, if you want to call it. It's called Hocus Pocus. Have I seen have seen Hocus Pocus. I did not see it until 2017. Okay. Well, I hadn't seen it until October 14th, 2020. And I watched it last I, night. I have thoughts. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. It's like, okay. It's become a cult classic. I understand why. Yeah, I um, watched it as a kid, so I love it. You love it, of course. But yes. it obviously, you know, it's it's hard watching 
watching the movies you loved as a kid as an adult yeah. because you just don't have the same appreciation for it maybe i don't know Look, i still love it but i get i get that it's maybe not oh, as modern as he maybe wants it to be i totally look if i if i saw it and i was 10 and i like you know uh, i absolutely get it and i don't know anyone who loves it cuz i know some people who are like hey it's october we need to sit down and watch hocus pocus and i did do that a couple of years ago for a friend and i was like never saw it i respect the performers in it really going all out everyone committed I mean, really and truly, it's, and, I mean, Bette Midler goes full ham. Uh, there is like a song and dance number, which I tweeted about last night that I'm like, up oh, and now I'm out. There's a lot. But yeah. uh, there's not. Yes, there is. There's a song and dance number. But they're on a stage. It's not like it's a musical. It's like part of they're on a stage playing music. Ken, you want to back at me up an here? Event. It's not like a musical where they break out in the middle of the street. Well, they kind of do. They no. kind of break out in the middle of a party. With a stage, with microphones and music. Yeah, I don't, I don't, all I, yeah, I don't know. There's like a talking, isn't there like a talking cat or like a <laughs> yep. ghost? There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's like Kathy and Jimmy on a broom suspended yep. above a, a, a soundstage. It's a kids movie. Totally. It, I don't, it wasn't I made for you guys. I, I did not sit down to watch it, Amanda, expecting to be like, oh, great. Christopher <laughs> Nolan made a Halloween picture. <laughs> Uh, I was like, all right, I get it. I, you know, I love some campy movies too. I'm, I'm there for it. I just, uh, I think I saw it too late in life. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I'm going to watch a movie on Halloween that I liked as a kid, it's going to be monster squad. You ever see monster squad? I'm familiar with monster squad. Yeah. I do like monster squad. Um, what, uh, Shane black, uh, co-wrote that. No way. I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Because we, in, in one of the, the animated shows I was pitching with Key and everything, we had a Monster Squad episode. And so we kind of were looking at it. And uh, yeah, 1987 film. And uh, he is uh, one of the co-writers, Fred Decker and Shane Black. Yeah. No way. There you there go. There we go. There you go. Put uh, me on a movie trivia show. I'll answer shit. <laughs> <laughs> there, Ken, you know what? They moved on from legends like you and they myself. Did. Um, they did. And they did. Uh, it's okay. You know what I mean? That's they to- Oh, you know, no. Love it. There's some talented people there. I just was uh taped taped some of my final final matches uh, as as a manager uh recently and uh no, no spoilers it doesn't matter like uh, the season's ending. Um and uh it was uh, God bless it. God bless it all. I, I love that team over there. You know, Ellis is he's he's all right, but uh Yeah. I mean, listen, we're we, just we are, not Yeah, we are we're the like old timers. Schwacher in his 10th season. Yeah. He's now with the Houston Oilers. Uh, he's been third string for a while. They finally put him in in like week 16. They're like, you know, uh, we got to give it up for A.J. Schwalker. He throws a late touchdown yeah. and he walks off into the sunset. Scott Bakula style. Yeah, I, yeah. We we are currently, us in the movie trivia showdown is like when your favorite sports team for the stretch run brings in a player that was like an all-star five years ago and maybe you you don't know them. You're like, you've heard the name. You're like, oh yeah, George uh, George Foster. Oh, he was great with the Reds in the '70s, and the Mets bring him in in '86. And you're like, he's batting 220, and he looks like he just took a nap in center field. Like that's us. That's us in the Schmodown right now. Totally. Yep. Listen, it's sort of like I don't know. Maybe Amanda can put this in dance terms. You want to give us some like dance people? Oh, please do. You, please do. Yeah, like a, yeah. A, a famous dancer that had like one last performance and then like broke their toe or something. Yeah. yeah. What What did Miguel Bar- Barishnikov? do at the end of his career did he uh 
Because I know he was on Sex in the City, you know. But after like White Nights, after he and Gregory Hines, like what 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 happened? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's a madness. Amanda, That's going a full improv for you, oh, Ken. Was I there you go. Make, I, was that like I was supposed to make something up? I thought I don't you were know. actually asking. I don't know. Oh. I hey, don't know. Amanda, here's here's improv 101. What happened to Miguel Barishnikov? I don't know. <laughs> you guys beats I, me. I don't know why you don't know this already. I'm horrible at improv. I, I really I mean, thought you were asking me a real question. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we'll get you there. We'll pull you to the next level. I can I can uh, teach some improv uh, basics, you know. If you guys want to support AJ Schwacker's uh, comeback career, you can super chat us. Uh, none of that money will go to AJ Schwacker. <laughs> but it will go to Odd AJ Schwacker Mojito. AJ Schwacker, the only quarterback whose Mojito box was a bestseller in only Houston Tech. And AJ Schwacker will be the type of guy after his playing career will still get erectile dysfunction uh, pill commercials where he's in a generic, like, uniform with no logo on it. Hi, I'm I'm quarterback, professional quarterback, AJ Swackert. H- have trouble getting that uh getting yep. getting that thing up. <laughs> or he could uh appear in an episode of Epic Happy Hours with Josh McCuga and throw footballs at bowling pins like NFL legend Eric Hipple. I love that because I remember you were shooting that and you're like, do you know who uh, Eric Hipple is? I was like, do I? Detroit Lion quarterback? <laughs> yes, I do. I had his 87 tops football card. Dude, so last night, and I was I meant to tweet this like before I went to bed, but I got up in the middle of the night or like right before I went to bed and there's Joe Namath hawking some sort of like American insurance, <laughs> like get your Medicare, Medicaid insurance. I'm Joe Namath and whatever. And I was going to tweet. I just want to be famous enough that when I'm 70, somebody comes, would you like to hawk American Medicaid insurance? I'm like, done. What are you going to pay me? 10 grand for a Tuesday? I'm in. Sign me up. I, I want to get to that part in my career. I have no career. I, I've missed that boat. But I want to be one of those actors that exactly what you said, Josh, like 40 years from now, I was like, hi, I'm Sam Waterson. Do you yeah. need life insurance? Uh, go yeah. to the general. The general will get you life insurance. Now, I, I want that. Hi, I'm Ken Napsuk. Do you need yeah. to insure your truck? I've got the option for you. Yeah, that's but I also would love to be in like those marketing rooms, right, where somebody's like, hey, who do you think we can get? And they're like, well, the people still really associate with Joe Namath. And they're like, that's yeah. called Joe's people. Let's, get the, let's do it. See what Joe's doing. Hi, do oh, you what? like wine? Oh, man. Dirt. <laughs> Dirt. Okay, Dirt okay. Amanda, Amanda, what is your favorite, like, crappy commercial, childhood or now, that you just remember? Oh, awesome. Um, ooh, I don't know even know if it was crappy, but I do always remember. Ooh, I don't know if this is good either. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Bill Cosby? But you know the Jello commercial. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean of all the references that are on the that, table, that, that was like a memorable commercial. But yikes, I'm not sure I should no, say that. No, no, look, it's look, it, it, f them. But like Jello pudding pops, that was it. I mean, he Bill Cosby himself, the, the comedy special is the reason I wanted to get into comedy. Uh, as a kid, saw it, fell off the couch laughing. I, it, you know, it's just that's where your mind gets kind of warped by that. But yeah, no, the Jello pudding pops, absolutely. Well, here's the funny thing, Ken, is you know that like, so Amanda's here, let's do like a, a quick Amanda's first improv. All right, let's let's everybody get up. Let's just do some things, right? Somebody's like, all right, we need, we need, we need, we need to work. 
I don't know. Let's do a character. And she's like, Jello Pudding, Bob, Bum, Bill Cosby. They're like, whoa, whoa, Jesus. This is Amanda. It's going off. They're like, hey, Amanda, what's your favorite thing to do? Oh, I love watching old World War II documentaries because I'm rooting for the Nazis. Wait a second. Jesus, H. Christ. Uh, Amanda Angerson. I never got into improv and I never wanted to. So I'm sorry I'm not good at it, but I didn't, I don't have any formal training and I never wanted to. So, this is the the class is still going, Ken, and it's amazing. I didn't even want to be in here. My husband and his stupid friend Ken made me come. It don't come easy. Uh, yeah, look, all you need, you don't say no, add information, comedies in the details, space work. That's it. That's all you need. Pretend like you're washing a window. People that can do improv are very talented. I just Anytime, have never tried. Not, and clearly it goes like whoop, right over. I'll tell you Anytime. what, though. I'll tell you what, though. It is a sliding water scale, waterfall of, of talent. Uh the the people who improv uh, uh, and, and our masters at it, it's next level. Yes, there's nothing more painful than an improv show. Oh God! You want to come so watch uh, our improv team? We're called the uh, the All Natural Colors. And it's wacky. All Natural Colors. <laughs> I've never actually seen. Improv, like, other than SNL, but is that even no, improv? No, that that is. That is the least improv show in the world. Almost everything is scripted. There's occasionally things, uh, Stefan, the Bill Hader stuff, they th- they try to, but when they're breaking character, they're not supposed to. Uh, it's not, yeah, no, no, there's no improv on that show. Um, but 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 when it works, Kirby Enthusiasm, Spinal Tap, all the Christopher Guest movies, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, Ken, I'm surprised you didn't go with like a pun name. Like you said, pri- like what you said, primary all, colors. All natural colors. Name your yeah, improv yeah. A good, you're, you would be great at naming improv teams, improv troops with an E. Yeah. They're, yeah uh, like I was just going to call it like mooted tones, <laughs> mooted tones. Got it. It's, I mean, ah, uh, God, God. I was, I was, this is years ago. This is like 15 or so years ago. Uh, a friend of mine from my work, uh, you know, was like, Ken, you're lonely. I think I found someone for you. Uh, and we had the kind of a mutual, we all went out to dinner and he goes, she's great. She does that improv shit you do. And I was like, this is a great start, Matt. This is great. Uh, and we go met in a group, had some sushi and she was, she was really cute and she was bubbly and she was fun and, and uh, interesting. I was like, so I was like, all right, this is like 26 year old Ken's feeling it, you know? And she was like, oh my gosh, I have one of my first improv shows. It's at the Second City, uh, you know, Annex over what over at what's the Hollywood Improv, but that Annex room used to be Second City for a while. Yeah. I was like, all right, great. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go. And two seconds into the show, I was like, not going to date this girl. It was uh. the worst painful Steve Carell on The Office doing bad improv. And like, you, what can you say? Hey, well, oh. You go up to someone after you're like, there's no chance. Nope. I can't encourage no. this. I can't date no. someone and encourage this. Can't do All it. All right. So Rick, Rick Zayas real quick in the chat said, Amanda's too awesome for improve. LOL. Uh, That's true. Which Rick. I think is a, which is a great typo, which is an amazing typo. I, also, yeah. and in a very similar story, this is well before I met Amanda. Uh, I was talking to a young lady and she was like, Hey, I'm going to do an open mic. Would you like to come see me do stand up?" And I left and, and I never called her or t- I, ne- I didn't even tell her I went, I didn't answer texts for like the next week and I never saw her again. So it was great. It's tough, man. Speaking of, speaking of other ladies, oh, God. we were watching, <laughs> oh, were we no. watching a movie or a TV show? I think the bachelorette. No. 
Yeah. And he, the whole time we were watching The Bachelorette, he was like, God, this girl reminds me of somebody. Like, who is it? Oh, I can't put my finger on it. And, you know, a few minutes go by, you know, again, he's like, ah, I don't get it. Like, she reminds me of someone. Who's I'm just pissing me off. What is Who is it? Like, and I was like, I don't know. She doesn't remind me of anyone. And then towards almost at the end of the hour of the show, he was like, I know who it is. My ex-girlfriend. I was like, oh, <laughs> great. And now I hate this season. I like. You can't. Uh, oh, yeah. It, yeah, you can't. She's the worst. Both this girl and my ex-girlfriend. I, I got in trouble last night. Grace and I, I'm doing the big Game of Thrones rewatch on Casterly Talk, and I'm going in through every episode and going deep into the themes and stuff like I like to do. Uh, but Grace and I are watching on our own, too. And so we've I'm in season one on the podcast, but we're in season two on our rewatch. So we get we get to season two. I got in trouble because Melisandre's in it. And like she's like, you can't like her. I'm like, it's a TV character. Like, I'm not trying to date Carice Van Houten. But you've seen the show before. I know. Right? I'm like, like you watched it. Because, it wasn't a surprise. Yeah, no, because now we're, you know, this is the second time her and I, her and I have watched the show together. Um, you know, she knows I'm a Stannis Baratheon fan. She just loathes that about me. She hates that I love Stannis. And then because Stannis and Melisandre got a thing, she last night she was like, you cannot like her. That's not fair because season one, she's all all hot and bothered over Khal Drogo and even Daenerys, uh, you know. Um, so I don't know if it's fair. Grace isn't here to defend herself. I don't want to get in trouble here, but I just thought it was a little unfair that I can't even like a character on TV. Yeah, I mean, I think Amanda could get really pissed because I'm like, I refuse to take a, a Peloton class with a male instructor. I'm like, oh, I didn't yeah. sign up for dudes. I signed up for Which, hot chicks. By the way, I would be totally cool if he wanted, if he liked a character on a TV show. Right. That's one thing. But when it's the real life Peloton instructor that is literally like an Instagram DM away and he's like, I'm only taking Leanne yeah. Hainsby this week or uh, I'm only taking Ken, she's this hot Kendall British chick. Tool Ooh, Kendall or, Tool. I, and <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't do I don't the, know. um, like I refuse to play the hall pass game. Yeah, that's no, just, that's just BS. Oh, no. Especially when you're in LA. Cause my, my, my ex-girlfriend, uh, two ago, she, she actually, I don't want out too much of what happened. There was like a rock star in England, like a, like of a band, a smaller band, but he was, he was famous enough. And she was like, that's my hall pass. And her then boyfriend was like, Oh, like he'd ever want to uh, hook up with you. So she ended up befriending him on MySpace, flew to London and effed him. That's just spiteful hate. Yeah, that's weird. That so is really that, weird. That, so when we, her and I started dating, she's like, "Do we, what's your hall pass? Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, she had already, I knew that story. I'm like, we're not playing the game. So she, at the time, this is uh, 05, 06. This is no. R RDJ is coming back up, you know, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Iron Man's coming out, all this stuff. She's like, I love Robert Downey Jr. I think he's my hall pass. Well, one of her friends, one of my girlfriend's friends at the time was Paul Mazursky, the late Paul Mazursky, the director whose best friend was Bob, Bob Downey. I'm like, you're friends with RDJ's dad. <laughs> no. And, and not that RDJ, he's married to, to yeah. Susan and everything. But I'm like, we're not playing this game. We're not playing this game. Like what? And they're like, look at you. Look at me. Yeah, because, but <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying is like, a man is like, oh, my whole pass is this person. It was like, well, if you see him, more I've than likely you could that. seduce a man. I can't. What, I what am I going to do? First of all, I've never said that I... My hall passes this. No, I, I know we have. She hasn't. I'm, that's I what I'm saying. Hall pass. I do not have a hall pass. I don't want honestly, one. Honestly, 
Yeah. It's too much energy. Some, <laughs> it's really great. Grace is like, you don't, you don't want to, you'll never have an affair of me. I'm like, do I look like they have the energy to get, get off this couch? <laughs> like my brother and I were talking about it. How exhausting. No, no, no. Like how exhausting the people that have affairs, are like, how do you do it? It's like, I, Amanda keeps me busy enough. Work, life, golf, television. Like yeah. where in the world do you find the time? Wait, wait, wait. How do I keep you busy enough? Am I so high maintenance that I, you are just too busy uh -oh. Uh -oh. with my neediness? We'll see you tomorrow night. Anything else. Well, isn't that the point? You should be keeping me busy so that I don't want anything else. <laughs> don't be careful. So be careful. Oh man, I don't know what's going on here, Ken. I wow. think I walked into a buzzsaw here. Yeah, yeah, this is this, this is wow. uh this Not is, only am I growing a human, but I got to keep my husband busy so he doesn't leave me for another woman. <laughs> oh, oh, that, oh man. that took a that's a that's a deep drive to left field, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Oh boy, yeah. That's, yeah, man. Yeah. Let's talk about our brat section on the moose knuckle menu. Yes. Did yeah. you see all my brat puns the other night? Uh, you Ooh. had a lot of brats going. A lot of brat, yeah. a brat pun fest. That's that's not a thing. I don't I don't pun. I can't even pretend to pun. I can't even try. I fail at puns. Pun yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess it all started with Ruth Nega's rutabagas, right? Or is that just rhyme? I I, I don't. That's not. Is that a rhyme or a pun or a? It's just a rhyme. That's oh a yeah, rhyme. that's just a rhyme. Yeah, it's a rhyme. It's not a pun. But that's <laughs> that's still one of your greatest feats. Because I was there. I was there in the writers' room. When you pitched that and we all went, I mean, do we have to work with them? <laughs> and then flash forward to you at Hall H <laughs> asking Ruth Nega about Ruth Nega's rutabagas. And was it Seth Rogen being like, what's a rutabaga? <laughs> uh, how about this one, too, is like I that day I had to sit in Hall H all day and I am legitimately sleeping across like five chairs because nobody's in there during the day. Right. But they made me sit in there and save seats because, like, the TV panels were during the day and I had to report on the TV panels that nobody watched for Collider. It's the worst. And I'm all asleep. And they're like, oh, the next one is Preacher. I'm like, oh, Preacher, here we go. And then all of a sudden, like, two seconds into the thing, the light went off. Bing! And I was like, I got to go ask a question. Nobody was asking me any questions. Right. ding a ling a ling Ruth Nega's Rutabagas were born. And, and here's they, the crazy part. Yeah. Is that, is that there's a guy there, and he, I think he's, like, your screener, and he's like, what question are you asking? I was like, do I have to tell you? And he's like, yes. And I was like, I wanted to ask Ruth Nega if she would invest in a Ruth Nega's rutabagas farm. He's like, that's pretty good. You can go ahead. <laughs> that, guy, that guy gave you more votes of confidence than we gave you in the writer's room. <laughs> totally. Yep. Uh, that's all yep. right. That, that passes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Hall H. I have. Yeah. Uh, Hall H is the worst. Um, yeah. Different conversation. Yeah. Um, what state would we open up our first moose knuckles in? We'd probably have to go like Midwest, I think. Moose Knuckles would play well, I think, in Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, maybe Nashville. Um, I think if we get Ooh, down Nashville. to Tallahassee. Oh, Tallahassee, little college town Moose Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like a vacation place, like a Myrtle Beach might like a Moose Knuckles. Mm. You know what I mean? Or like a Lake Havasu. Lake Havasu definitely needs it. That's where our corporate headquarters would be. Yeah, that is definitely <laughs> Come on down to Moose Knuckles and Lake Havasu. Place. Yeah. Have a brat and catch some COVID. Come on out here. 
Uh, Lauren Roma wants to open up the uh, Michigan franchise location. I've volunteered her for that. Damon says yeah. Madison, Wisconsin. Madison would would be good. That's a good college town. If yeah, well, if we can get to uh, close to Milwaukee, I think JTE would be a great sponsor. I, I think he would uh, he would be a he would be a yeah. regular at the Moose Knuckles Bar. Wisconsin Dells. Uh, oh, I think we could get JT like a bartending gig there. He'd be the worst bartender in the world because all he would want to do is like, hey, what's your favorite? <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Oh, I like, uh, you know, uh, Gone with the Wind. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. And you're like, you're like JT, you got it. Come on, man. JT, we have customers. I'll never forget the day we were like, we had a busy day oh. going on and we had to like tape something at, 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 at Junkies. And uh, we go to the booth and you know, like JT's not in the booth, uh, or his TriCaster booth. And we're like, hey, we got we to tape this. Anyone seen JT? We couldn't find him. We couldn't find him. He was in the other studio taping JT movie things. <laughs> on the company's dime <laughs> like dude you got to get in here you got you got to come in here oh man that is classic oh man um good stuff vermont mike says vermont is not chain restaurant friendly so no moose knuckles up here i i couldn't live in vermont then i got to have a chain restaurant yeah and aren't there moose in vermont i sounds like it sounds like it would fit <laughs> Vermont yeah. sounds lovely to me. Oh, my friend, my friend Chip is uh, from Vermont, and we just interviewed him on the Knapsack Files. Go check out that interview, because God, no one's listening to that show. Um, yeah, uh, Vermont's looks and sounds lovely. I, I don't, but if they don't got a Chili's or a Cheddar's, I don't know if I can live there. Yeah, what, what? Have you been to Vermont? You never been? I've never been. I've never been to. I don't think I've no. been to Vermont. Uh, most north. Well, I don't know. Uh, New York. I was going to say, if you actually follow the law, I mean, I don't know. Isn't Chicago maybe no, more north than New York? But um, on the latitudinal. Yeah, latitude, stalactites, stalagmites. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't been up there. I'd like to. I'd like to. I want to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame in, in upstate New York. Ah, we got to do that. Can we do that? You, me, and Ellis? Because God knows Grace and Amanda ain't going to want to go see Molly the dog might, but, you know. They don't know. You, Amanda, am I assuming correctly you don't want to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown? Um, no, you're not wrong to assume that. Okay. But do you think A.J. Schwockert's going to be there with his... Uh... <laughs> A.J. Schwockert. <laughs> Here, come on, babe. You're going to get it. You, you got, got it. it. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Are, is his uh, famous glove going to be there from <laughs> the game in 1997? Yes, yes. Because... Where he a no-hitter for... <laughs> Yes. Nine hours. Yes. A nine hour, the, the first ever nine hour, no hitter. He actually retired from football and <laughs> signed with the Detroit Tigers and then played for them. Uh, he actually, during the one of the years, one of the many seasons, the Tigers lost a hundred games. He did throw a no hitter for them in 97. Yeah. And it's in his glove. It's called the nine hour glove. It's in the, it's in a special random wing of the hall. God. Go. I think we need to do a segment every every week called Amanda Does Improv, and we just give her a yes. subject and see what she can do. On this it. is beautiful. Oh, this is beautiful. Uh, by the way, I mean, AJ Schwackert in YouTube chat land. If you have like a podcast or an Etsy store or a, <laughs> a plumbing business you want to advertise, uh, please drop the link and we'll share. You are, you've been the best. You've been the best uh, sport today. Just yeah. us turning your name into a, an entire sports career. I feel like every week we should take one fan's name and yes. give them a completely fake backstory. Give them a you story. Know, like, 
artist, athlete, writer, uh, oh. you know, draftsman. Josh, that's a genius. That's because imagine the names that we could turn into yacht rock careers. Oh man, are you kidding me? Oh, this is the best. Oh, my Possibilities gosh. are endless. This is this is one of my favorite episodes in a while. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just want to see the guys in Amanda's head as she's trying to improv what AJ Schwager were doing. They're just like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. They're going like full tilt on a Peloton treadmill. Just please God, somebody help. I just this full tilt on a Peloton treadmill. Well, that's some that's uh uh, uh AJ Schrockert says, uh, I've got nothing but uh a uh, big fan of you. Well, AJ, thank you. You're the best. Um uh, Rick Zaya says, for the love of God, please do my name. Uh, Rick, next week, next week, Rick, Rick Zayas, Zayas, you get it. That's how we, that's how we rope audience members in. Do you want these, yeah. uh, average podcast hosts and one of their wives to make fun of you? <laughs> It'll be the best sign up. That's Patreon tier nine. Um, Good. we, Good, uh, we, we besmirch your name. No, it's out of respect because na- names, names, you know, Knapsack, you think Kenny Knapsack? Like, what are you? What are you, backup catcher for the Brewers? Yeah, like you, you, you get the name. So, uh, AJ says she came through. Amanda, uh, you're, you're good. AJ Schwacker says you're good. I don't even know if we're saying his name right, but that is just that's how we're saying it, and that's how I stand. Ken, for that. I know that you want to be a baseball player, but I think so. Kenny Knapsack was a hell of a NASCAR driver from like '86 to '89. And then he got in a major accident um, and he never really saw the track again because he was just in his head. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're totally right. He, uh, he was on the Dick trick, Dick trickle racing team. And uh, he, he was, yeah, he ran some races. Uh, he was at Talladega in 89. Uh, he, he rubbed with uh, Richard Petty, uh, rubbed yep. Petty's car, the number 43. And then, uh, you know, he was kind of uh, blacklisted from future competitions. Not good. Not good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kenny Knopsock is part of Cole Trickle uh, Motorsports, mm-hmm. uh, was, was a huge up-and-coming driver, 86, 87. You know, he won yeah. that uh, Coca-Cola 400, and then he won the Pennzoil 650. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's at Talladega. Uh, he got a little high on a turn and lost it. And, you know, he was really never heard from again. I, I've heard that he, you know, he still kind of comes around tracks. Yeah. Stuff, but for the most part, Kenny Knapsack, just, you know, your yeah. average driver owns a two enterprise rental car frame. He owns two enterprise rental cars. He also owns a small chain of uh, little go-kart racers uh, yeah. at, at mini golf club places all up and down the, uh, um, uh, the, North, the Carolina yeah, North, North Carolina coast. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what he's got. So come on down to uh, Kenny Cospin's uh, go-karts are us. It was, uh, it was good. Uh, we've got all kinds of requests here. Rick Zayas is next week. Uh, we'll do Lauren Romo soon. Lauren Romo's almost easy. She's the sister of Tony Romo, but she's the better athlete in the family. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not Vermont. Uh, Seb- Sebastian uh, Fila. Uh, this That's oh, an yeah. easy one. I mean, he's clearly the highlight champion that Brazil uh, wanted, they had, and then was lost. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sebastian Fila also uh, almost went to the uh, Summer Games in 1992 as a yeah. long-distance runner, but did uh, get, did get caught up in a doping scandal uh, yeah. and didn't quite make it, but uh, a good, promising not, career. Isn't he also the son of the Fila brand? Yeah, he's the heir to the Fila fortune. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, 
Yeah, he doesn't talk about it much, but it's hard to no. hard to disguise the fact there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Fila, you can still hear his name chanted from stadiums all across Brazil. Fila. Fila. And you know, the, the, his record in the and the, the mile and then the yeah. 10,000 still oh, yeah. talked about and you know that yeah. one day he tried the marathon and it didn't work out. He did. His feet and, ever since. and then he did try to, Sebastian Fila did try to go back to the winter games and try the biathlon. That's the one yeah, where you skate and shoot. And uh, he grew a big frosty beard and didn't quite make the time trials at the, uh, at the uh, qualifying events leading up to the, uh, the Olympics there. 90, uh, 96 was it? 98. Well, there was the 92 summer Olympics, the 94 games in Lillehammer. Lillehammer. Six was in Atlanta. So, Ninety eight was in Nagano. So Nagano, he was trying for the Nagano games. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But he do, yep. he does do commentary now on Fox Sports One out in uh, out in uh, Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy, we got the country wrong. We got Sebastian Sebastian Fila says we got the we said Brazil. What, what country should we? <laughs> yeah. What country Chile? is Sebastian from? Ecuador. I'm guessing. Oh, from Ecuador? No, I'm, no, I don't know. I'm now I'm just being really wrong. Um, Norway. Crazy enough, uh, Michael Kautzer actually did say you uh, Kenny Knapsack drove the Moose Knuckle '69 car yeah. for Dick Triple Motorsports. That's true. You can get a you can get a Matchbox version of that. Uruguay. Uh, Sebastian Fieles from Uruguay. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's good. That works. I love it. I love when we. I love that we have listeners outside of Orange County. It's the best. It's great. It's really the best. Fun. It's the best. Next right. week on the afternoons, we'll be we'll getting into the times and career of Rick Zayas. Rick Zayas, you're on the clock next week. <laughs> One of the greatest pianists, this uh, the musical scene of the early 2000s in Don't, the Richmond, Virginia yeah. area ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rick Zayas and Enrique Iglesias. It was called en Enreas Iglesias. Yeah, <laughs> did, true fact. Uh, uh, Anna Kornikova actually uh, dated Rick Zayas for like a week, yeah, a yeah. week before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, I, they're recording the duet. I heard was a little awkward. Yeah, it, well, uh, they did time. his roast, Ken. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe in Richmond two years ago, and to yeah. get on the Zayas Dais, yeah. you really had to do something. <laughs> you also, there's something wrong with you, me. If you, if you just really know who uh, Anna Kornikova was. Just you were paying. Too, I, oh man, was you were, I a Kornikova fan? You were paying too close attention to sports at one point in your life. All right, uh huh. All I right. think I like drew a picture of Anna Kornikova in an Anna Cornucopia. Stop. <laughs> okay. Stop. No, you did not. You just made Stop. that up. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's not. Good. Here he goes again. No, that's not good. That's not good. That's not. Good. Oh man. I mean, this I'll, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, see, Re Reiki don't lose that number in, uh, that's a good pun. That's a good pun. That's a good pun. And, uh, and my girlfriend now being a Reiki master three, like level three, she's got as high as you can studying Reiki. Like she's Whoa. a Jedi Knight now. Like they won't, they, their, their training's complete. Wow. That's really cool. Mm. And a corn on the cup. There we go. All right. I, um, <laughs> I think I have to go. I think I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, special thanks to everybody listening out there, especially Cold Trickle Auto Sports. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, anybody in the corporate office of Moose Knuckles, if you could reach yes. out to us about possible franchising of sports bars in major vacation towns all along the coastal areas of, of yeah. areas where they would make sense, Lake Havasu, uh, yeah. South Padre Island, Panama right. City, Myrtle yeah. Beach. We'd, that kind of place. Uh, we'd definitely like to thank uh, A.J. Schwackert and his uh, line of uh, car dealerships in the greater uh, Wisconsin area. Uh, we enjoyed yeah. watching your playing career in both sports. And, uh, both we'll, sports. We'll get out there to Cooperstown to see your nine-hour glove. Uh, you know, A.J. Schwackert, if he can't sell it, you can't buy it. That's his That's uh, auto dealer slogan. It's the best. Oh, it's the best. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm going to go eat. And I think Fregatone is hungry, too. Fregatone's hungry. Amanda's hair is blowing in the wind. She looks glamorous today. Uh, we're sorry, Amanda, that we you made you sit through that. But you improv like a champion, so you're good. I mean, I, it came, I came around in the end, but boy, that's tough. It's tough stuff. <laughs> it's tough stuff. Uh, this is uh, The Afternoons with Josh Ken and Amanda. Don't forget to follow us on social media. And I got the Patreon page in the Knapsack Files podcast. Uh, Josh Kuga is doing a lot. Of, what's the show you're doing now with Kanata? Oh, yeah. It's called the uh, FCF show. It's for fan-controlled football. Twitch.tv slash FCF. Um, if you guys want to be fans, if you're if you're sports fans like AJ Schwacker or anybody else, FCF will start in February. It is the first ever football league with real players, real coaches, real professional athletes, and you are calling the play like it's a video game. It pops up on Twitch. You can watch it live on Twitch, and you are calling the plays. Get in on the action. Twitch.tv slash FCF. That is the best. Do that right now, because it's the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda. Silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken, as long as you improv the ending of the show. It's always the afternoons. Yeah.